Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in DG247's podcast. Looks boring. What are you on about? It looks great. All of their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of... Wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> VG247's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody. Welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's Comfort Zone. I am Kirsty. And I am Bryony. And we are going to listen to some dreams and figure out what the heck is going on in your heads today. Yeah, we've solved us. We've done this for a year now, so we're we're fine. <laughs> we've solved our problems. Yeah, we're we're done. We we know what the problem is. It's anxiety. It's us. It's us. Oh, and that. <laughs> but you guys, we've had plenty of uh, people writing in, so we have lots of little dreamies to, to sort through. Don't say dreamies with tabs around. Dreamies. Oh no. It's fine, he's not. Oh no. He's, oh, he is here, oh no. <laughs> oh, he's, he's looking at me, he's looking at me. I'm sorry. He knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah, oh. we figured it's because this is going to be... Um, I mean, for the sake of immersion, I'll pretend it is the day. Tis Christmas Eve. It's Christmas day. Eve. And that means that it is just, it's a day under a year since we first put out the first episode of Comfort Zone. I, that was such a convoluted way of wording that, but it's been a it's year. It's been a year. <laughs> it's been a year. Do you think we can put like jingle bells on the, the, the tune at the beginning or something? So it's extra festive. Yeah, we we'll oh have to we we'll have to poke Sam. Sam, Sam, can you jingle put, bells? Make it make it jingly for us. Make it jingle. Make it Christmas. Thank you so much. Bring Sam. Christmas home. Thank you. Jingle, jingle, <laughs> jingle. But, but yeah, I can't believe it's been a whole year. It's been well, yeah, especially as we've like we did this as a joke, didn't we at first? We did. And yeah, now <laughs> we've kept it up all this time. It's been a is... very long running joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on, wait, you mean you don't, you're not doing it for real now? It's just I a joke. I am, I promise. <laughs> I'm so glad that we carried it on, though. Me too, I'm so glad. It's been so lovely. It's been good. I feel like it's been a good outlet for my, my problems. I feel like this is just cheap therapy. <laughs> it is. It's just therapy. Welcome, everyone, to Kirsty and Bridie's therapy session. But it's like friend 
friend of pee. Friend, friend, friend pee. Friend that's what it is. Pee. <laughs> friend pee. Therapy with your friends. Mm. <laughs> ah, welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's friend pee. <laughs> Where we pee. Out our, our dreams. Friends. Oh. And um, splash around and figure out what's good. This is gone. This is Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so um, we've set up a wonderful Christmas tree in the corner and it's covered in beautiful ornaments and lights like you would never believe. But oh, yes, underneath the tree, what is this? People have uh, left us little, little gifts, Kirsty. Little gifts. Little it's dream, dream gifts. Oh my goodness. <gasps> <laughs> Little pockets of dreaminess. Under How do you wrap a dream? How have they done this? You wrap it in clouds and rainbows and anxiety. <laughs> Yay! You just take a little a little anxiety. It's like a forever rocher, but instead of a hazelnut, the centre is anxiety. <laughs> Which I guess if you have an allergy to hazelnuts, it probably is. That's probably better. To be fair. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh dear. Well, well what's the first like little dream package that we have the under the tree? The first one, I'll pick it up. It's Ooh. wrapped, it's got, it's got a ribbon. It's very oh, lovely. Lovely. Uh, and it says to Kirsty and Brownie from Kai. So this is Kai's dream. Ooh. Just unwrap it. I can't do crinkly. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Wait, wait. <laughs> That's the sound of wrapping paper. Well, if you've got some real stuff there. I've got real paper, my car insurance letter. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry oh, everyone, um, sorry about your ears. This is good. Um, what you got? This is this is where the budget's going now into sound effects. It's, it's, it's foley, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be chopping cabbages and all sorts for. Like, wait, no, that's wait, isn't that for like body chops? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You gotta get, take the head spaghetti. off to, to shake all the dreams out. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> and inside there is this dream. So it says, I was cleaning and decorating my living room with my flatmate, Stephen Fry and Bryony. I was packing things into boxes. Fry and my flatmate were moving them, though they weren't being very helpful and kept getting in the way. Bryony, however, was sitting on the sofa and also not being very helpful. <laughs> Suddenly, however, Fry turned into a police officer and started to question my flatmate and Bryony and I for murder. He began no. taking our fingerprints and somehow I know that Bryony and the flatmate had done it, but I still felt guilty. So thanks. <laughs> That's it. So you've been murdering? <laughs> oh I've been murdering in dreams. No, no. And Stephen Fry... Sounds like he's not a very good police officer because he's just questioning everyone. Well, no, I guess that is a good thing I, to I do. I think that's kind of what they do. Yeah, I was thinking. He, I'm just thinking like Sherlock Holmes. He should just immediately know who done it. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just question with the, the questioning. Forehead. <laughs> yeah, you'd save yourself. That's just like the detective speed run. Exactly. Just question just... one person and accuse oh, them. Just question the guy that did it. <laughs> Why would you do anything else? I don't know what to look up for this. So it's Moving. another dream. So last time we did a writing episode, um, we were people's flatmates, weren't we? You were. You kept on putting spiders in Limewood's hair. I did. I did. So this time you are Kai's flatmate, or maybe you're just hanging out 
in their flat. And you're also a murderer. <laughs> huh. What am I like? What am I like? <laughs> I wonder if murder is in the book or if it would be under like crime. Oh, it is. Murder has oh, quite a big section. Uh, being murdered, to be angry enough to kill, trying to murder someone. So it, it's not got... If <laughs> if a streamer you know has done a murder, that's strangely not in here. But it says, we may be denying or trying to control a part of our own nature that we do not trust. We may also have feelings about other people which can only be safely expressed in dreams. Wait... But if that, but I guess that's if you're dreaming about doing a murder. So what does it just mean if if the murder has been done but you didn't do it? Yeah. Do they think that I have feelings I am not expressing? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe I come across as um, angry, <laughs> but suppressed. Um, so I don't Am know. I, I don't know that I, you do. An angry person. Your face isn't the face I imagine if I think murderer most of the time. <laughs> I Wait, whose face do you imagine? If you were going to mm. cast a murderer in a film, who would you Ooh. cast? Oh, okay. Uh, it depends what kind of murder we're talking here. That's I've been watching true, a lot actually. of NCIS, so I've been watching a lot of murder. Uh, I've been binging NCIS. I've never seen it. Is that one where you get to TV. see, like, does the murder happen at the beginning so you know who yes. done it? Or is it... Sometimes uh, you know who did it, but sometimes you don't. It's a mystery. Most of the time there's some sort of convoluted twist. And okay. also, it's one of those TV shows, like the early days of Law and Order, where at the end of the, the episode, like, it's still, like, balls deep in the episode, but suddenly... Like the killer reveals themselves and then it's done in like 30 seconds. It's like, yeah, I did it. And then it, it does like a shot of the investigators like, yeah, and then that's it. And it's just like, <laughs> but I want to see them go down. I want to see them in court. I want to see them in a prison. Like, this is not satisfying. Yeah. Um, but I still keep watching. I'm on season three now. Uh, but... <sighs> but yeah. That makes I, me want to like go back and watch all of old Poirot. I bloomin' uh, love Poirot. Oh, Pabs is meowing at me. Hello. Because you said dreamies. It is true. It's like I've a never woman, watched I'm Poirot. still waiting. Oh, we should watch some Poirot together. We should. We should. We should have a podcast where we watch Poirot and it would be called Poirot. <laughs> I love Poirot so much. <laughs> I wanted to watch Murder, She Wrote as well. Uh, I've not seen that either. Yeah, because I've not watched it. And we don't even have to mess with the uh, the title for that one. Oh, yeah. Because it's just already there. Murder, Murder she, she wrote. Oh, <laughs> oh Murder, she Murder. wrote. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, I think if I was going to cast a murderer, hmm, I'm thinking someone like... Willem Dafoe. I mean, he's, he's classic, yeah. crazy, crazy murderized man. That's I feel pretty... a bit bad for Willem Dafoe. The sorts of people who you just think you're not. There's certain roles that you're probably just never gonna get like cast for because he's very easy to typecast. Mm. 
Willem yeah. DeFriend, on the other hand, uh, <laughs> lovely yes, guy, he's much more always wholesome. the love interest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Very amiable. I wonder if you do get like actors who just have that classic like bad baddie look, whether they do just long for like just put me in a rom com, please make yeah. me lovable. I think that people would be are just like no. a great like twist to cast someone like that in something really light-hearted like it's kind of like um having jim carrey cast in something really serious yeah i remember where jim carrey was it cable guy was that a serious movie I, I, i don't know i never saw it but it was meant to be a scary one right kind of maybe I think, what was the one that he did that was a real, like, oh my gosh, this is very un-Jim Carrey-like? Was it, um... Oh, he did something really serious. What was it? It wasn't Yes Man, because that was still silly. Yeah, that was still silly. Uh, I think I guess it was Eternal it Sunshine. Been... Oh yeah, Eternal Sunshine very... was a bit... That was a very sad That's movie. Blooming depressing. I watched so it once depressing. and I can never watch it again because there's a scene in it that upsets me so much. If I even think about that film, I just think about that scene and I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. nope, nope, mm-hmm. nope, 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 don't nope. watch that. It's like uh, Adam Sandler in Click. Like the amount of people I've heard, they're like, oh yeah, I sat down to watch Click, Adam Sandler, lol, funny man. And then Click happens and it's like, oh, I've scarred oh, for life now. It's so sad. Is Click not a, I thought that was a comedy film, is it not? Not until, well, I don't know if it's meant to be funny at some points, but at the end, it is not funny. It's just sad. Oh. It's really depressing. Oh, jeez. Like, really, and it's just, like, big levels of crying on your sofa, shoving popcorn oh in your mouth, sad. <laughs> it's just, like, then where I did this come from? He did, what was it, like, Uncut Gems or something? I guess that's a serious, serious film. I think, I've mm. not seen it. Apparently it's meant to be very good, but I just, I really, I'm not that keen on Adam Sandler. Like, I've never really watched anything with him in because he just, yeah, just one no, of those people either. that I'm a bit like, if I see he's in it, I'm like, meh, nah. Yeah. No, <laughs> Which no, feels thanks. bad. No, Because I, I guess they are actors and they can have range, but I guess you get so used to them just doing the same sort of thing that you're just like, I know what I'm going to get and I don't, I don't want it. No. You should watch Click. No, you shouldn't. It's sad. Don't watch it. <laughs> I'm used to sad films though we even have a jingle in our household because everything Alex gets me to watch will turn out to be really sad like he just loves sad things so every time he asks me to watch something I will sing Alex Turner's depressing films because that's just what they are they're just like the only one I've never got through was I think it's called All About Lily Shushu Okay, and that is so depressing that I got to the point where I was like, "I'm not doing this anymore." And we were only halfway through the film, and I was just like, "It's just one of those films that everything just keeps getting worse." Like he's just mm-hmm. so the main character is just so bullied and in such a like horrendous way that I was like, "I'm done. I've watched this for an hour, and I don't, if I never see any of this." Ever again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> like, yep. I'm so done. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember years ago, I had one of those Cineworld cards where you pay, like, £15. It's probably more now. And you can just see any film. It was an unlimited card, so you could see unlimited movies with it. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, me and a friend would just go and watch anything. And the amount of times we'd go in and be like, ha I wonder what this film is. And we'd come out just sobbing because it's just, <laughs> oh, turns out that was really depressing. 
Yeah. Like, um, there was the one in 2010 called Never Let Me Go. I don't oh know if you've seen that. Yeah. God, that, that is film. so. Oh. It was like, what's this about? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, is it because. Is it like um, like how they make Christmas cracker jokes purposefully bad because it's easier to ni- unite over uh, than f- trying to find something that everyone finds funny? Finds funny is it yeah. easier to just make everyone sad than it is just, to make, make them laugh? Sad. So we just like just make a sad film because yeah. we can pull those strings. <laughs> um, another one was um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Never read book or anything. Turned out to watch movie and was like what's this about oh very depressing oh god this is this is they always just like swing from you know you you just you you don't know and then it happens like click yeah like all these movies and i i don't know what our original point was but damn sad movies i find that it's very rare that like a film will make me cry but if it does, oh boy. Oh yeah. Like I went to see um Brooklyn and it just broke me. I don't think I had cried at a movie in like five years or something when I went to see it. And then I watched that and yeah. it just got me. And I was just I think there was another <laughs> film I went to see that was maybe um to do with Winnie the Pooh. I think it had oh the Irish fella in. <laughs> It was the one about, it was like becoming Christopher Robin or something. It was yes, about the guy who yeah. wrote it and his son. That was, and um, was that, what's his name? Ah, uh, shit. What was he, what's his name? It's uh, the guy who's also in Star Wars that says, the da- the order or whatever it is. The <laughs> order. That guy. <laughs> I thought it was, I, I, oh, I've got his name in, I've got his face in my head. I yeah, he's Star a Wars, ginger so fella. It wasn't him. I was in a tent with him once, but we didn't talk. Does that help? <laughs> I don't remember what his name is. And he's got a dad, and his dad is also an actor. Donald Gleason. Got... Oh, was he in that? He played the man what wrote Winnie the Pooh. But it's Did either he? Domhnall Gleason or the other one, the, whoever the son is of the two of them. Um, Dom- is that Domhnall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one is Mad-Eye Moody, right? That, that, yes. That's his dad. Yes, who was in the one about Things. the church fella, and it's got the fella from IT crowd in. Alex yes. would be so much better at this than me because he actually remembers names. Yeah. I tell you a film that I um, cried at: The Lorax. Oh, I've not seen that. Is that not a child's film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in the cinema with my friends when that came out and the end just really got to me and I just oh. started sobbing. Oh, no. <laughs> my friend turned to me and was like, are you crying? I was like, no, <laughs> you're crying. <laughs> it's See, when, that's the thing. It's when everything starts growing again and and <laughs> and the onceler is in his tower and he's fucked up his life but everyone else is fixing it and I was like, oh my Aww. God. Oh, the poor oncler. And I just started crying. Oh my God, it was, it was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I had with this Christopher Robin film was that I cried like halfway through and I was like, it's fine. I'll, like my face will have like 
composed itself by the time I leave. Because I'd gone to the cinema on my own as well, which I was already a bit vulnerable about. But um, I was like, it's fine. No, no, Like when I walk out, no one will see. And then the very end of the film set me off again. So when I Aww. left, I was like tears streaming, big snotty face, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it was you. Jude Law I was thinking of. Was Jude Law in that movie? I don't know. Jude Law has the face for a murderer, though. I think he <laughs> he is a murder boy. He looks like I would boy. cast him as a murderer. He's got oh that look, God. that sort of like I don't I don't want to say psychopathic, but you know what I mean. Like he could keep a, a mutual face after doing. I'm not saying actual Jude Law could do a murder, but I think he could play a good murder boy. In fact, does he in Talented Mr. Ripley? No, Matt Damon does the murders in that. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's a very good film, though. I'd watch it if I were you. Oh, it's Ewan McGregor I'm thinking of. He was in the Christopher he Robin He couldn't movie. do a murder. No, no, he's a lovely man. He can't do a murder. No. Ewan McGregor would not do a murder. Gets his winky but out maybe a lot, that though. makes him the perfect murderer. True. Hmm. Apparently, mm. Ewan McGregor always refuses. Um, you know when they have, like, stunt bums and stunt winkies and hoo-hahs in films yeah, yeah. Ewan McGregor always refuses that he's always just like nope get it out myself I'm gonna whip it out I can't remember why I know that about him <laughs> <laughs> I just remember reading it in an interview sometime oh my god so anyway Kai that's what your dream means <laughs> yeah Ewan McGregor would be a pretty good murderer because no one would suspect him you're welcome and I'm sorry for doing murder in your in your dream and not being very helpful for moving your You're stuff. more helpful than me. I wasn't even there. I just realised that at the beginning of the dream it says that they were cleaning and decorating the living room and that's why we were moving stuff. They weren't even moving house. In fact, so that was probably the first thing I should have looked up is decorating. I imagine yeah. cleaning and decorating a living room in your dream off the top of my head mm-hmm. probably means... You want to make changes or something. There's something in your life you want to improve. Spruce up. Give some pizzazz. I'm going to look up decorating. A bit of pizzazz. A little bit of pizzazz. A little bit of pizzazz. And then there's me not helping at all. So whatever you're trying to change in your life, I'm not helping. No. (laughs) Sorry. Not helping at all. Oh, no. Uh, it goes straight from uh, deep defecate and demolition. There's no decorating. Oh. Weird. Well, the, the three days. In that case, it doesn't mean anything. I think, I think. Oh, Centaur. Centaur gets his own. Centaur its gets own one, thing. but decorate doesn't. Yeah, you're more likely to dream of um, centaurs than you are to bother decorating in your dreams cleaning what isn't if either. centaurs help decorate oh <gasps> maybe maybe it says the symbol of a centaur in a dream represents our ability to unite two completely two complete opposites in an acceptable way i wouldn't say that the horse is the opposite of a man no i, I think, think the opposite of a man would be like a jellyfish a jellyfish. Mm. A jellyfish. A jellyfish. Because it's just by definition not a man. 
True. <laughs> but it's also it's a, not a fish. It's a it's a fish made of jelly, but it's not a fish. It's not even a fish. What is it? It's not a man. Are we gonna? We need to get Rillian on to tell us about how he thinks that octopus and squid are aliens again. Yeah. We need to get Simon Clark back on to tell us what a jellyfish is. Oh my gosh, yes. He is a science. From now on, I refuse to look up anything. I'm just going to purely find things out through Simon Clark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm sure he'll be very happy about. Oh yeah, I'm sure he will. But there you go, Kai. That is... There you go. I hope we helped. <laughs> I hope we helped. <laughs> okay. So... Our next dream. Who's next under the tree? The next dream is from... Oh, we've got quite a... There was one I specifically picked out because it made me laugh when I read it. And I'm... Oh, we have an anonymous one. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll do this one first. And then it, um, the next one made me giggle. So not this one. Okay, this, this is one quite a long you one. Giggle. Okay. <laughs> Here we you go. You hear that, everybody? Folks, welcome to Dungeons and Randomness. Since 2012, myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of Theria. Four different groups explore lost ruins, run for political office, rage against a mad king, set sail to long forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season or arc has a new set of groups and stories all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons & Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. I was traveling to this town in a yellow school bus. My dream was very explicit about this being a yellow school bus every time it was mentioned, with my friend, who we shall call Kay, and a busload of teenagers. Kay and I were in charge of the group. We arrived in a nice small town that had a large factory building made of brick that was very old and abandoned. We parked the bus next to the factory and unloaded everyone. We met a man who told us our job was to go through the building and open all the windows as it was too hot in the building. So we all split up and went to different floors and started opening windows. There were several layers to the windows that all had to be opened like a curtain, a blind, and then the window. So I was opening the windows, and they were huge, say like uh, about two to three meters tall. I remember I was struggling with getting the large windows to catch in the open position. So we were opening all the windows, and I noticed looking out the window that the other parts of the building seemed to be collapsing. Then the man came back to me and said we needed to get out of the building as it was going to come down. So I yelled out the people, I yelled at the people on the floor and told them to go back out into the yellow school bus. I went and got my friend and noticed that both of us were very pregnant. In real life, we are both around age 60 and tried to hurry her along out of the building. We got back to the bus and we were using a megaphone to call out to the people still in the building to get out. It was dangerous. The building is falling down. Come out to the yellow school bus immediately. Then I kept telling Kay to move the bus back from the building because it was too close. And further away, pieces of the building kept collapsing. Finally, we got everyone out and we got on the bus and pulled out of the area just as the building collapsed. Huh. So there you go. That's a very intense dream. That had... Very intense. Big windows, big yellow bus. Mm. Pregananancy. Pregananancy. Oh, I should mention, this is from Mum Mukji. Ah. 
So I oh, guess mum would know what it is like to have had a baba. Maybe. But, uh, Maybe. Not be pregnant at the moment. I swear we've looked at pregnancy before because... We have, yeah, because you've dreamt about it, right? Yeah. If I remember rightly, it's about having... Anxiety. A baby. <laughs> baby. Oh. Here you go. Dreaming of pregnancy usually denotes a fairly protracted waiting period being necessary for something. Possibly the completion of a project. A new area of our potential or personality is developing. There you go. Huh. But to dream of someone else being pregnant suggests that we are in a position to observe part of ourselves developing new skills or characteristics. We may be unaware of the outcome of what the outcome of this process will be. So... So maybe you're trying something new, but you're a little bit worried about it because this dream seems like they have a lot of stuff to manage. You know, there's bits of building flying everywhere. They've got to get everyone out. They've got to get them on the bus. They've got to move the bus. Yeah. Um, like, and having to, like, take charge as well. Yeah. So, like, maybe something new is happening and it's stressful but you're doing it. And it's quite interesting that this dream actually has a resolution because a lot of the time when I have stressy dreams, like when my rats are crawling around everywhere, there's not like a resolution where like, oh, I got them all in the cage. It's fine now. Um, whereas in this dream, like they got everyone on the bus and they got out of there. I don't know about you. Do you ever find, do you have like resolution in stress dreams? Not really. No, yeah. I think I tend to wake up before... Mm. Oh, I yeah, should mention, exactly. there was like a little bit of description underneath. The reason I say that uh, I think they have had a baby before is underneath it says, Kay and I live three hours apart, but she did come to stay with me this weekend. And she uh-huh. and I often chaperoned our children's activities for school. So I get oh, the feeling. But that was a wee while ago. Oh. Okay. Um, Okay, I've looked at building as well because the windows seem to play a big part in this. Mm. Windows will describe the means by which we appreciate the world we live in and the way we perceive reality. Dreaming that we are looking outwards through a window can suggest that we have a more extrovert view of ourselves and will tend to look at external circumstances. Opening a window... The interpretation depends on whether we are opening the windows from the inside or the outside. If the former, we are dealing with our inner feelings, which we may need to escape. The latter shows our attitude to outside opinion. So I guess if you're opening it from the inside, maybe you've got something, whatever this baby, dream baby is, this project, you're at a point where you're willing to share it with the world and throw Mm. it out the window. (laughs) Get out the window. Get into the real world, baby. Get it out the window and just show everyone. I'd say that's what it's about. I don't know why the bus was so yellow. But, um... I guess if, like, depending on where they live, it would be, like, in America, like, yellow buses are generally school buses. So yeah, they have memories of chaperoning kids to school and they're in the US, maybe... Or another country that uses yellow school buses. I guess that just sort of ties in, right? Yeah. We we had coaches. They were our school buses. And sometimes at the little vans. 
Until you hit 16. When you were 16, the council wouldn't give you a bus pass anymore, so you had to get the public bus. Oh. And you had to pay for the public bus. I don't think we had a school bus. I think it was all just a public bus. Really? Huh. Yeah. Because Ted says he has a memory of talking to me at the bus stop when we were at school, but I never got yeah. the bus. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I don't know if I used to just stand at the bus stop so I could talk to Ted and then he would get the bus and I would walk home a mile. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case because I don't remember talking to him at the bus stop, but maybe that's just what I did. Maybe. Chat away to him and then be like, oh, okay, see you, bye. Well, he's gone bye, now, Ted. time to leave. I guess Goodbye. I'll just walk home now. Bye. <laughs> 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 oh yeah no yeah. we 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 always got on the uh on the coach and we would have to wait at the regular bus stop because both of them would stop there um and a lot of the time it would be late and it was full of chavs it was oh it was awful <laughs> <laughs> i used to walk home through the woods Oh, that sounds nice. Well, unless there are any murders. Yeah, Jude Law was in there. Just um, Jude Law was just in the woods. There was one time where, because I used to walk through the woods with my brother, and then my brother, because he was like four years older than me, he left school. So I remember the first time I walked home through the woods and realized that I had never actually paid attention to where we were going, and I got lost. And I remember calling up my mum and being like, mum, I'm lost in the woods. And my mum was just like, what do you see? I was like, trees. And she was like, I can't help you. Just keep walking until you get somewhere. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I just chose a direction and just walked until I oh came out God. of the woods. And then I was like, oh, I know where I am now. It's fine. Oh, but I would learned. It wasn't a super big wood. It was fine. <laughs> I got out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I got out. She made Here it. I am. Took me three years, but <laughs> I can make a really good fire now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon this dream is you have a project or something that you want to work on. You're ready to share it, but you're also very protective of it. I think that's what the bus is. I think the bus is like the chaperoning side of things. Like that's your safe way to convey this thing because you know that a school bus is going to be safe to get it from point to point that's that's mm -hmm. what i think it is that sounds like a good thought to me so that was quite the tale of a dream you will admit that was the tale that, that had a, a, it was wild excitement action excitement adventure so having gone through that adventure, I hope you oh, realise why the next one made me giggle so much. <laughs> this one is All anonymous. Right. Here we go. And it says, Goose chased me because I stole her egg. <laughs> is that it? That's it? <laughs> Goose oh, chased God. me because I stole her egg. <laughs> Goose chased me. <laughs> because I stole her egg is this a dream or is this just a statement this is just a confession 
Maybe this was someone desperate to, they were being chased at the time. They were desperate to tell someone, but the only thing they had up on their phone was the dream submission form. Oh no, they, they needed just, help. This is the last time they could ever reach out to someone. They didn't even have time oh. to put their name in. They were just like, goose chasing me! <laughs> Stop the egg! Stop egg! Just give the egg back, whoever you are. Give it back. Rumor has it they're still running. <laughs> so, I've looked up egg. Oh my god. The egg is the symbol of unrealized Mm -hmm. potential, of possibilities yet to come. So to dream of an egg indicates that we have not made fully conscious our natural abilities. There you go. What if there's a goose chasing you while you're trying to... I'm going to look up. I'm curious to know (laughs) what goose would mean because goose... (laughs) Geese... Gooses... Geese are scary. Yeah. They have a uh, reputation... Does the goose? Oh, okay. Goose slash geese. The goose is said to represent watchfulness and love. Like the swan, it can represent the dawn or new life. That is not what I would have put for goose. Like, I I do love them. No. But I've never felt love from one. (laughs) No, I, I, I feel like love and tranquility are the opposite of what a goose stands for. It also has wild goose. Wild the, goose? The wild as opposed goose, to a domestic goose? As opposed to a little pet goose. The wild goose can represent the soul and often depicts the pagan side of our nature. Geese, in common with cats, are considered to be witches' familiars. Imagine that. Imagine, should oh, we geese. just become little like swamp witches and have geese? Oh, I would love to. <laughs> just have geese as our, as our familiars. Get them, boys. <laughs> Nobody steal their eggs. Don't steal the egg. So what? how can we combine these two things? I've already forgotten what egg meant. Egg was... Egg was potential. Possibility. Unre- unrealized potential unrealized and possibility. Potential. So you're, you have stolen... Your unrealized potential from the representation of love. So maybe hmm. okay. you are going to find love, <laughs> but, but you have you can't steal it. You've got to. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Help! <laughs> I think you stole egg from goose and goose mad. Now they're chasing you. I think you got what you deserved. You You got what you deserved. (laughs) I think you should just give the egg back and no one gets hurt. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully they they can hear this if they have time to to listen while they're running away from the goose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it just, I don't know why that dream brought me so much joy. Dear, oh stole dear. egg from goose. <laughs> goose chased me because I stole egg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our oh. next dream, our next little present from under the tree, Ooh. is from Norin. Hello, Norin. Oh. Hello, it Norin. It says, "In my 
my dream, something invisible opened and closed my front door twice. My biggest concern after that was that if someone could get into my house invisible, someone could sneak into a Discord server, such as the Yogscast (laughs) ModCord Discord server. Uh Uh-oh. After that, I spent the rest of the dream trying to send a warning to everyone in the server that someone could be in there invisible. However, I could not spell any words to send a message. I tried on my phone and my laptop, but neither would let me string together a coherent warning. While I was trying to send a message, at one point I was downstairs in a house, and this ghost was running figure of eights around through the halls and room, and every time it ran through me, a full-screen UI counter would count up one and all i could do was reset the counter eventually i managed to call for my mum, and when she arrived the ghost disappeared then she said we should call my dad because he is more likely to see ghosts next thing i know i'm in a fighter jet i think from the new top gun still trying to send a warning message to the discord on my laptop then i wake up (laughs) oh my god (laughs) jesus lauren (laughs) so Okay, I think this dream would have been submitted before Jingle Jam, which I think is stress Important. time for yeah, any Jingle Jam stress mod, time uh, people or you know moderators of either the main channel or any of the network channels. So I mm-hmm. reckon, I reckon the invisible concern is just. Jingle Jam moderation. <laughs> yeah. Jingle Jam, be stressful. There's yeah. lots of people in chat. Sometimes you're in a fighter jet. And it just goes so quick. It yep. does go so quick. The fighter jet is how quick chat goes when it's full yeah. of people. Yeah. I wonder... Hmm. I wonder if plane... It's probably under plane, isn't it? Although maybe I should look up... Have, yeah. we, have we looked up ghost before? I think we have. I can't remember what it means, but I'm sure we have. It really wants me to look. I keep on accidentally opening to ibis, as in like bin chickens. Bin chickens. Bin chickens. Um, That that book, it always opens on a sexy page. Is that also like the intercourse page or something? It does. We've not actually ever had to use that page. Well, I sometimes Yet. use it in the well, unrecorded not, portions. Not officially. Of mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what it means again. Uh, H-I... Oh, ghost. Again. Actually dreaming of a ghost links us to old habit patterns or buried hopes and longings. There is something insubstantial in these, possibly because we have not put enough energy into them. Those are words. What does that mean? We may be resurrecting old memories or feelings in order to understand our own actions. Okay, so maybe they are the ghost of Jingle Jam's past. Maybe they were sent as a warning for the future moderation you were going to have to do. And Norin was trying to send that warning to ModCord but couldn't. Yeah. Oh no. Oh geez. Well, I think they got they got through it good. The mods did a good job, even though they weren't. The mods warned. did a fantastic job. It was all okay in the end. It was all okay. It was all okay. I'm gonna look up. Man, Jingle Jam was so fun. It really was. It was like so lovely seeing everyone. 
I was putting together my um, like little clip videos, and honestly, I just spent ages just watching through Jingle Jam clips and smiling. Because it was just so nice. Like I feel like, um, I mean, it was lovely having you there Yo. for your first Yingle Yam. And it was lovely yes. being, because I think in previous years, I felt a little bit like, oh, I don't know if like I should be in too much because people want to see other people and stuff. Whereas this year I felt a bit more like, I'm, I, not like I have a right to be here, but just I it felt natural this. to be Yeah, <laughs> They need, they need more me. Um, but no, it just <laughs> felt more natural to be in more. And that was, that was a nice feeling. That's good. We always want to see more Brainy. Well, head to my OnlyFans if you want. Oh yeah, <laughs> if you want to see some saucy subscriber, baby. Saucy ankle pictures. Oh, there's no plane in this. What? What's really? Would a plane be a, a vehicle? Would that count yeah. as a? Or is there another word for a bird? Probably animals. Be vehicle. <laughs> this is bothering me the other day. Is everything an animal? And then it's just like whether they're an insect animal or a bird animal or a mammal animal. Yeah. Or is just animals just the mammals? No. Mammals is mammals. Animals is everything. I thought so. But I was I was out at the time and I couldn't be bothered to Google it. And then I was just sat there <laughs> thinking, is birds animals? They're all of the kingdom Animalia. Animalia. And then, and then there are Mammalia underneath the animalia and bugs i don't know what the insect's name in is sectalia bugalia <laughs> run alistair i'll find out animalia there's no section for vehicles either what the heck what the heck I don't know what to... Really? I mean, what? That, that's so weird. Yeah, you would have thought that would be like a big chonky, chonky section. I guess maybe it's under like flying and then it will be like if you are flying in a plane. Nope. Doesn't mention planes. Oh, here we go. There ain't no so, planes in this book. Sorry, Norrin. There's... Oh, wow. There's so many classifications. Oh, is this for insects? Yeah. There's I'm look up warning. Mollusca. Arthropoda. Oh. Codata. Be... Nematoda. Toads. Uh cord cordata is toad. Ah. Froge. Froge. Uh oh no, maybe it's not. There's just a picture of a frog. Um, <laughs> I think it is. Frogus. Oh, there is a section for warning. So it says, to be warning Ooh. someone highlights our ability to be aware of difficulty and danger, either to others or to hidden parts of our personality. The circumstances of the dream will clarify this. To receive a written warning indicates we may be behaving badly. So Norrin didn't receive a warning. So you're not being naughty. Don't worry. Don't worry. A warning in this case can actually be showing us the way towards being a more intuitive person. Our intuition can be trusted. We should use it accordingly. So, I, I mean, essentially, oh. this just says that warning equals warning. Forehead. It's just a warning. Warning equals warning. 
This is a warning. It's just a warning. You have been warned. Warning. There's a warning. There is a warning. So yeah, I think that I I would guess that that is just what Naren's dream was. Was just fear of the big change of the Yingli Yams coming up. Yeah. I I think if you're dreaming about like modding and stuff and talking to other mods in the Yogs community around that time, it's got to be Jingle Jam related. Yeah. It's got to be. Okay. The next dream. The next dream. The next little present dream is from Lazy Butt. (laughs) (gasps) Lazy Butt. Lord Lazy Butt. It says, So... I started out this dream alone on a pirate ship. I was just chilling and sailing along the smooth waves, passing little islands. I had a map, but it was mostly blank. I was going into uncharted territory for some reason. My friend appears behind me, and I think they said they want to explore and find some sort of treasure. I started seeing more of my crew, which were all my close friends from school. We eventually find a large island. The island was mostly sand, and it had a large dugout hole in the middle, which led to a sealed door. I can somehow see all of this from the boat. I say, oh, that door needs a key, which we don't have. Which another friend goes, yeah, we do. I have it. And we immediately turn around and park the boat. I was going to turn using the steering wheel, but apparently in this dream we have some sort of autopilot. (laughs) Fast forward a little bit. My crew and I reach the door and enter the cave. I don't remember much about being inside the cave, but we found this great glowing emerald orb. We put it in a box and brought it back to the ship. We started to head back to wherever we came from with our new treasure. A friend and I went down below the deck to take a look at the emerald whilst the boat was still sailing. I went to touch it, but as I did, the gem started to squish in my hands and turned into a very deep purple colour. This goop gets stuck to my hands and I get afraid of either being cursed or that I ruined the treasure that we found. Whoever was with me ran away and I tried to wash it off, but soon we reach our destination. The dream ended with my crew confused why I was found with very purple hands. <gasps> the end. <laughs> the end. That's... Huh. I mean, have you been playing Sea of Thieves, Lazy Butt? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's always my assumption. Anything to do with the sea, I'm like, have you perchance been playing Sea of Thieves? Have you been playing Sea of Thieves perchance? I... Oh, pirates, sea people. 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 Pirates are people. I like how pirates have their own section under people because they're a very prevalent subset of people. people. Pirates. Pirate, 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 pirate. Pirate. Dreaming of a pirate suggests there is an aspect of our personality which destroys our emotional connection with the soul. Oh my gosh, lazy buddy, are you okay? Uh Are you okay? Destroys our emotional connection with the soul. What does it, what? Are they suggesting that pirates are just very self-destructive people? I mean, they kind of are, but. I guess so. I guess they're not, they're probably not the steadiest of folk, are they? No. Now I think about pirates. <laughs> Unless it's about steady sailing. Yeah. I... Also, at sea, open water, anxiety. Oh, yeah. Just saying, just <gasps> saying. Oh, no, Lazy Butt, we're about to tell you 
what a terrible anxious time you're having right <laughs> ring the anxiety alarm ding 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 <laughs> where is treasure see if i can turn this turn this ship around treasure trespassing treasure tree treasure Treasure in dreams always represents something which is of value to us. It is the result of personal achievement and effort. To find buried treasure is to find something we have lost, perhaps a part of our personality. To be burying treasure is to be trying to guard against the future and potential problems. It says to find a box. Was it in a, was it in a box? There was a sealed door and a key. We put mm. it in a box and brought it back to the ship. Hmm. But you didn't find it in a box. No. Uh, to search for treasure symbolizes man's search for enlightenment, his search for the Holy Grail. So I wonder if the treasure that you found was the friends you sailed with along the way. Because it says Aww. that they were my close friends from school. So maybe, maybe you're missing that close friendship that you had. And that is the treasure. And you're worried that with time and changing circumstances your treasure will turn to goop oh no and honestly that's that's a pretty good suggestion like because I, I don't know yeah I, that that sort of makes sense to me if, if you're worried about like losing touch with friends from school you know that friendship that little treasure in a box it will turn to goop yeah you know, have goop all over your hands before you know it. <laughs> I, I mean, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Because, like, like we always say, dreams are very, very subjective. Definitely, it could be something as simple as Lazy Butt was just playing a pirate game, mm -hmm. and also happened to have a purple candle that had melted earlier that day, or something like that. <laughs> But, but yeah, that would be my guess. There's something that you want to hold on to, but the more you try and hold on to it, the more anxious it makes you. Because I think sometimes friendships can be that way. Like, the more... It's like if you're worried someone's annoyed at you, and then you message them being like, are you annoyed at me? And then you're like, well, now if they weren't annoyed at me, they're probably annoyed at me now because I asked if they were annoyed at me. And then the more you do... Mm -hmm. <laughs> the more worried you become. So I wonder if that is, if it's that sort of thing, like you're worried that the, the tighter you hold on to your treasure, the more goop it becomes. You'll squish it into purple goop. Whereas if you just, you know, chill, let it be, it's just going to be a nice sparkly little treasure. Just yeah. relax and admire your emeralds. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've gone <laughs> off book now. I'm winging yeah. it. We, we, we have to stress we have no idea what we're talking about, but we hope you're okay. <laughs> we, hope, we hope you're all okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I think we've done a good job. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's written in dreams. I hope we've in some way, shape or form helped, maybe. If you find yourself being chased by a by a goose at all, um, then put the egg back. Put the egg down and just keep running. <laughs> yeah. Get out of there. Yeah. 
But yeah, thank you so much, everyone. And we hope you have an amazing Christmas and some happy holidays. And also just thank you to everyone who has stuck with us for this last year. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone. I can't believe it's been a whole year. A whole, whole new year. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare close your ears. I am. Um, I hope we carry this on for for at least two many more weeks years to come. Many years oh. to come. <laughs> many weeks to come. At least many days. Um, but yeah, I, I've really enjoyed doing it. Like, thank you so much, Kirsty, for doing this. For thank what you, Bryony. Started off as a silly joke that we were going to do, and then we've carried it on, and it has become one of the joys of my week. Just getting to chat Aww. to you. I do love just chatting to Bryony. Telling you, this is my excuse. All my problems. They're pretending <laughs> I had dreams, <laughs> just so I can talk to you. <laughs> I've never had a dream, not for the whole last year. I never sleep. I just powered out. <laughs> Do you know, I actually did have a dream the other day that confused me. I didn't record it because it was so short. But it was, um, I was, I was stood up next to Jerry and Alex was stood the other side of Jerry. But somehow I was like, the camera as it was, was like, I was in third person. Mm-hmm. So I was down on the floor looking at Jerry, but I was stood next to him. And he was just there being a cute little boy. And then he just stuck his tongue out and just went, <laughs> Ah. And then I I woke up from the dream like, what does that mean? He had like a proper, not because bunnies have very long, thin tongues, but he had like a proper cartoon, like big, silly (laughs) tongue. I was just like, what? Dream, are you okay? (laughs) I can't help you there, Bryony. I have no idea what that means. Neither do I. Just my little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Aww. Dear sweet baby. What a boy. But yes, we shall return in the new we year. Will. Oh my gosh, 2023. What the heck? 2023. We will be returning with new dreams. New yes. and improved, exciting, adventurous. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't back up any of these claims. No. Saucy. There will be dreams. There and will they'll be probably dreams. be full of stress. And restless. Stresslers. And wrestlers. <laughs> Stresslers. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, on that note, we will see you all in the new year. Have an amazing Christmas, holidays, whatever you celebrate, and a super duper duper new year. And we will see you all then. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Kirsty. Yeah, thank you, Brainy. I love you, Brian. Love you, Kirsty. Until you. next time. Until next time. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.